0: run run run
1: run 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 run
2: run all right episode 7 the ann arbor edition this is a very exciting one it's a local race here local race local friends and it's another phd edition i had one of those episode 4 i got some smarties on the show Uh, today. So I'm super excited. Uh, Welcome to the PRP. This is the pre-race podcast. It's a show where we connect with runners uh, within a week before they've got a big race. And today's guest is within 24 hours. It's like 16 hours. It's getting close. So we're super happy that she's with us. And we got a lot of moving pieces here. So I'm going to try to set the scene here. A lot of prerequisites to cover here. So we got the we got the PRP on COVID protocol here, so we're running uh, we're running out of the studio. And even though this is a local local show today, we're doing it via Zoom to keep people safe. So I keep telling people uh, I I ran from COVID for, for so long. It's like the like the workplace safety chalkboard like 140 days since the last accident. I'm Like ah, damn, I had like 400 <laughs> 400 day streak, and it's it's gone. So I'm feeling better though. I'm through the weeds. The other piece of this, there's a lot of pieces, like I said, so I'm going to try to set set the scene here. The guest host and I are in the throes of a very strong bromance. So we've got clearance from the guest to take a little bit of a five to 10 minute bromance wormhole. So we're going to go ahead and do that. The guest host and the guest, they're in the throes of an actual romance and they have been dating now for a few months. So there's a lot going on there. And also the guest host has kind of been pseudo coaching the guest. So there's a lot going on here, and I'm real, real, real excited about it. So let's go ahead. Let's bring in the guest host so we can do some banter here. And for the first time, maybe for the first time, I hope I have the honor of introducing you for the first time as Dr. Michael Hagedone. Dr. Hagedone, welcome to the show. How are you, brother?
1: Thank you. I think on any public platform, yes, you do have the, the distinct honor.
2: It is very distinct. I'm so pumped. And Mike got his, Mike defended his dissertation a week ago, nine days ago. Nine days ago. That's right.
1: But but just uh, on Thursday, received the official certificate from our graduate school saying that I've I've completed all the the requirements. It's a done deal.
2: You're in. It's done. Stamp it. You're a doctor for life, man. You're a doctor for life.
1: Doctor nothing.
2: I uh, I had the uh, the great honor of attending your 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 defense, and um, you did it on a Thursday morning, and. I was joking with Mike. I was like, if you could do that every day, that'd be great. Cause man, I, I was an inspired day. I was like, I'm gonna get, I, I finished that. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do something badass. You got me all pumped up, dude. So I was telling, I was telling my family and I was telling you, you, and not in a bad way, you had me cracking up when you were defending your dissertation because you were so in it, dude. It was so awesome to see you in your element. Uh, uh, Our guest, our guest knows exactly what I'm talking about, but you were just, you were rattling it off so hard. And I was like, man, this is, he's like a flow state. It's almost like running, man. I was like, this is, this is so great. Um, Mike and I have been friends. Like I mentioned, we've been bromancing here for almost all of 2021. We met, we're a Strava meet, classic. You love that. And we started sharing miles together and realized that we had a lot more, you know, in common than just the running stuff. And, and we've been spending a lot of time, you know, off the trails. So Mike is a pretty seasoned runner himself. So I'm going to have the doctor take us through a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a timeline of your running career and what you, you know, kind of your relationship with the sport and how, how you got into it. Just give us, a, you know, give us a, a few minutes of you know, everything that you know and love about running
1: well it's it's fitting because i i actually did not start running until graduate school um i started my you know there's a long story but i I ended up coming back to michigan after a kind of a failed attempt elsewhere and um picked up long distance running very quickly ran my first half uh back in 2016 that was my first race um and then ran my first ultra not eight months later i think was in december of 2016 that was my first 50k um for a long time, you know, I've, I've pretty quickly there, I raced a lot of ultras, a lot of 50Ks, I ran 150 miler, um, started working with uh, David Roche, a pretty prominent coach and um, experienced a lot of success under him. I think probably my best stretch was in the fall of 2019. I was, yeah, really throwing down some pretty awesome times and um, loving the sport more than ever. It's fair to say that I've had a you know, you and I can, can vibe on this. I mean, I have had a pretty low stretch for, for quite a while now, probably since this last spring, I haven't been running super well. I haven't run an ultra in like, uh, two and a half years, but I still love this sport. And I still very much believe that, um, a fruitful future awaits me. Um, it does in the long distances and in the, in the ultra distances, but you know, now, I mean, I, mean, I you know, now I'm just, I think, um, you know, you, you probably can relate with this a lot. Like um, when you go through injury, it kind of forces you to think more critically about what the sport means to you and like how it defines you or not, how it doesn't define you. And I, I think in particular, in the last handful of months, I've just, I've kind of gotten away with caring about whether the, what other people think of me as a runner. And I'm just trying to, you know, focus in on like what I can do each day and I'm still working through some health issues, you know, some kind of nebulous things that I can't really get my hands on, but um I am confident that with time we'll we'll get it figured out and I'll be back to you know, I still think my fastest days are out of me.
2: Yeah, I think so too. I think so yeah. too. And a couple uh, a couple points I have on that. The first one to to illustrate our bromance and to also illustrate your peak there in twenty nineteen. When I first started following you on Strava, and I can't remember if this is before or after we actually first hung out, I can't remember what I was doing specifically, but I was kind of working on working with a buddy on a on a running app. One of the ideas we had was like aggregating race result times into an app and I don't know if it was like luck or what it was, but I was on Ultra Sign Up and I was like kind of like combing um local race results and I just found you at the top of like four races, bro. Like top five finish. And I was like, damn, this guy's a savage, dude. So you did. You did have a nice peak there for a little bit and yeah, it's, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the injury stuff. I think you and I have been, it's been a bummer, but it's been nice to kind of have someone to share that with because you and I have both kind of been hitting some Rocky stages with having weird injuries that we haven't really, really been able to pin down. And, um, Dude, it's been great to it's been great to get to know you. It's been great to have you as a friend going through all this stuff because you got a great perspective on this stuff. I know that maybe internally you have a, a few more, you know, demons and fighting in terms of like being level-headed, but you do a really good job of outwardly expressing positive feedback to people and always especially to me. And I love your Strava persona because you are Mr. Positive. And that's one of the things that made me reach out to you. At the very beginning is I was like, you have no ego on there. You're just all about spreading good good vibes. So we're going to get into the Strava wormhole a little bit more later on my show. It's a new segment I have. And um, we're going to talk to our guest about it. But I'm also going to talk to you a little bit about it, too. So what's next, Mike? You got your PhD and you got it in hand. And, and let's talk a little bit about what's, what's going on with you next and, and where you're off to.
1: Well, immediately the guest and I, as you mentioned, as you mentioned, we're, uh, we're a romantic couple. Uh, we're taking, we're taking two weeks in Colorado. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, deal with the elements and see if the weather allows us to, to get to a top of at least one 14 or out there, but a lot of hiking and running awaits us. But after that, um, I'm in Ann Arbor until the end of the year. And then I start my postdoctoral fellowship at, at university of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. So I'll be there. You know, I'm, I'm obviously pretty, pretty sad, you know to leave uh in particular with my guests and and my my friendships here but um yeah i I, you know i'm hoping I'm hoping to just kind of restart with running while I'm there. I don't think I'm going to be able to kind of meaningfully change the course of things in the next couple of months, but hoping to kind of restart with running in Philadelphia and I'm hoping to get back to that 50 K 50 mile distance as a runner there, but you know, all, all remains to be seen. But ultimately what I'll say is the, the goal and hope is to, is to end up back in Ann Arbor relatively soon.
2: Yeah. Good. We want you back. Me and the guests will, we're going to start a petition to get you back, bro. I don't know who will turn it into. I don't know what it means, but maybe just for you to see how many people want you back, but no, no, it's exciting. Uh, and I think, you know, you share with me a few of the details about the program that you're going into in Philly. And I think it's a pretty prime fit for who you are as a person. And from the little bit I know about your science background, I think that it's a, it's a good fit science wise, too. So I'm excited for you. All right. It's special guest time. Special guest time. We're trying to we're going to try to let her have the floor, but we're also going to try to be relatively tight today with the show, because like I said, she's running tomorrow morning. 8 a.m. is the gun. And at what time is it? 3.30? 3.30 on Saturday and she's running at 8am on Sunday. So we're super pumped. She has run one race in the past, but this is her first half marathon. And this is definitely the first race that she has put a training plan together and really prepared for. So let's welcome her in Miss Audrey Drotis. Audrey, how are you? Thanks for joining us.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm good.
2: How are you feeling? Are you feeling excited and nervous today? What's like, what's the overall vibe? You seem pretty calm. That's kind of how you are as a person in general, but how do you really feel?
0: Uh, no, I'm excited. I mean, I think it'll be fun. Like I like Mike's running with me, obviously. And I, I like running with him and I, this will be the first I've ever run. So I think it'll be fun.
2: How, what's your, what was your longest run in training?
0: Um, we did 10 miles twice. Yeah.
2: Twice. Yeah. We did
0: two 10 milers and then we've done like a handful of nines and handful of eights also. There's
2: a,
1: there's a good story to the first 10 miler. If you,
2: Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Save it. Put that in the, put that in the capsule. That'll come out. Okay, before we dive into the real, the thick of it, we got to set the rules. The rules are real important. Uh, so we'll go through them. Rule number one, Audrey, you have to be vulnerable, okay? So you got to be real. So Mike, that's why Mike's here. Keep you, help us keep you in check. Number two, you have to be honest. Honesty is the number one policy here on the PRP. So no bullshit. Uh, number three, I don't suspect that you'll bullshit. You seem like a pretty straight straightforward <laughs> gal. But uh, number three, the guest host, the doctor, here doctors in the house he serves as primary arbitrator so if you and i get into a disagreement audrey mike comes in dr Hagenone. he lays the gavel down and he makes it he makes the decision so let's get into this i like uh, to do softballs right away just get you settled in uh, audrey tell us what race you were training for
0: um the ann arbor half marathon
2: amazing amazing and when is the official date and time of this race
0: Uh, tomorrow, so that would make it the 24th,
2: uh, at 8am. October 24th, 8am. There we go. And I touched on this a little bit, but let's talk, you know, this is technically, it's like kind of your first race, but kind of not your first race. You and Mike did a 5k earlier in this training block. Is that right? Sometime in August or September, maybe
0: July. We did a, it was on the 4th, I think, right? Yeah. We did like a July
2: 4th, 5k. Nice. Was that the one where we had the pictures of Mike looking majestic? Was that a different is that a different no run? that
0: was a that was the moonshine mile.
2: Okay, all right. That was great. I love that. That was that was in September though, right? The Moonshine Mile?
0: Yeah, I forgot about that one. So I guess we yeah. you can count that, and this you is the third race.
1: She killed it in that too. What what time did you run on the moonshine mile?
0: Uh I think it was a set 708.
2: Oh 708, 708. damn. Yeah, spicy. How'd that feel? Was that were you a little gassed after that, or did it feel pretty good?
1: I was still tired after that, yeah. 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 <laughs> You, I think there was some, there was kind of a, some mild asthma going on. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. I forgot about that. I was like coughing for like a couple hours afterwards. I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah. There I you go. Just gave up.
2: A little bit of uh, <laughs> a little bit of glimpse into tomorrow afternoon for you. No, just kidding. That's not going to happen. Um, do you drink moonshine at the Moonshine Mile, or they just call it that? What's what? We it
0: was at the it was at Jolly Pumpkin, and so we got we had pizza and beignets and beer afterwards.
2: Amazing. Yeah. That's great. I love I love a themed race that involves food and booze. I feel like they should all be like yeah. that, but um, I agree. the one you ran in July, the 5k, where was that? Was that in Michigan as well?
0: It was, it was around the mall, like the mall parking lot, like just the circles,
2: just around the <laughs> yeah. circle. Wow. Mike, you yeah. were, you were unhappy with that one, Mike, weren't you? No, well,
1: I mean, the, I mean, the, so I, I kind of feel bad because, oh, you know, be well, we were, we were thinking about an independence day, 5k type situation. And I was like, yeah, there's the firecracker 5k in Ann Arbor typically it runs through downtown Ann Arbor great race so we kind of signed up we didn't really look into it that much clearly
0: well they didn't have the
1: race route up either was the issue yeah <laughs> yeah we, yeah, we kind of well we'll keep that for offline but that. anyway <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway yeah the race the race was like uh we we kind of found out it was like two real ro- two loops around the Briarwood mall it was the least scenic race i've ever yeah. run in my life That's i can only imagine
2: them. i can only imagine what like you find out about the route, like the day before the race or like the morning of or what?
1: Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, it was kind of hard to find the race routes. <laughs> we had a little bit of difficulty. I
0: think maybe the, the website update, like half of it was updated for this year, but then half of it was still last year. So mm-hmm. Some of the dates were low. Yeah. Low off.
1: Let's just put it this way up until the gun went off. We weren't sure exactly what was happening.
0: But when the <laughs> Actually, gun... <laughs> after the gun went off, we were still not sure what was just, happening. We just followed we the people.
2: Running, yeah. Way, just so. follow the stampede at that point and just hope for the best. Yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. Um, Okay. Before we get into the first piece I like to talk about is training. Uh, But before we do that, I usually like to kind of set the tone a little bit with what you, who you are a little bit more and what you're working on. Cause I think the training life balance is like a big piece of the training uh, conversation. So Audrey, I'm going to give you the floor to just kind of talk about, you know, what you work on professionally. I know that you're also working to get your PhD. Uh, So give us a little bit of a glimpse into kind of your life right now in the day to day
0: yeah so i'm a phd student at u of M, also like mike is um i'm in the neuroscience program though so i did my undergrad at michigan state i was a, a neuroscience major and also uh, i did cello there so i kind of have this interest in both neuroscience and music wow um and i did like a little bit of research at michigan state also in like speech and like music cognition and kind of looking at how people perceive music um and so that was like really interesting to me but i worked in a, a psych lab at michigan state so i was kind of interested after doing that research and like kind of like what's actually happening in the brain you know when people are listening to music or listening to sounds um so i started my phd at michigan in a um, lab that does electrophysiology which is like uh basically recording from like neurons in the brain and i study a part of the brain that is um like this big hub for sound processing um so i'm really interested in like how complex sounds are sort of represented uh in different ways in the in the brain and so that's
2: holy yeah, shit man most, that's amazing uh,
1: record from record from brain cells mike yeah, it's cool
2: she's mike she might be smarter than you dude, I don't yeah. know.
1: dude no, like, no, she's no. definitely smarter than me she's, <laughs> and I, I would also i would also regret not mentioning all of the service work that she does at u of m as well i mean she's she's a very accomplished teacher and and in particular has done so much to increase access to science and in particular working with girls who code yeah
2: so. i want to ask you about girls who code Cause I'm real interested in it. I'm, 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 I'm glad you brought that up, Mike. So before we go into that, Audrey, how old are you?
0: Uh, 24.
2: Jeez. (laughs) Crushing it, dude. You are crushing it. God damn. Um, I got some questions. I wasn't, I wasn't as familiar with your specific subset of science study. So I'm going to try to on the fly. I'm going to try to trickle some questions in on that Uh, mainly music and running. Have you started to like draw any of your research into like your own running with with like does do you listen to music when you run
0: so well normally I run with people so I, I don't listen to music but when I like if I was I to run by myself I think I probably would but cool. normally I run with either Mike or Kelly
2: or one of my other running buddies so you're pretty much always you're always buddied up when you run
0: yeah pretty much I mean I'm lucky in that <laughs> good for you. you live with your coach You just you just have a built-in running buddy it's great
2: that's right okay so you're busy you're doing a lot of stuff let's talk about Let's talk about Girls Who Code. Take some time and walk us through what that program is and what your involvement with them is.
0: Yeah, so Girls Who Code, I've been working with since I was since I my first year of grad school, and it's a it's a program that was um, founded by two students here at Michigan. At least this like chapter of it was, but the goal is to kind of increase. Um, you know women's involvement in technology and in data science especially and and sort of giving women um, skills they need to succeed in data science in an environment that's um, kind of conducive to them being able to like ask questions um, and not feel you know as as pressured by having maybe other like male peers there. Um, So I've been doing that for like I said for a couple years now. Um, We have like a weekly coding club. It used to be in person where we would do kind of Um, Like live coded lessons in Python. So we teach Python basics, but we also have like guest speakers that come in every week. Um, So it's also, it's also good because like the guest speakers um, give them kind of like show them, you know, here are all the things that you can do in data science. Here are all these other women that are doing data science. So it's really good for like representation as well. Um, And I'm super involved in our like summer experience. So I co-directed that last year with um, my running buddy Kelly actually and so that's like it's like the the school year club but we condense it into like two weeks of, of just kind of an intense coding camp and then they give like presentations at the end um, and so that's been a really cool thing that I've been involved in the last two years is, is doing summer experience especially and kind of co-directing that and like soliciting applications and getting all the students together, and that was um, that was on Zoom too. The last couple of years because of COVID, which was cool because our our reach was just so awesome. We got students from like all over the U.S. and a couple of different countries. Too. Oh wow! Um, and same thing for since club this year is virtual also because of COVID. We're able to get students from kind of all over, which is super awesome.
2: Damn, that is awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I think that uh, you know making involvement in in technical science less taboo or less like you know just familiarizing them with that from a young age is super important. Audrey, you got to cl- you got to plug your ears for this one. Mike, you got to you got to pin her down, bro. You got to you got to stud next to you,
1: dude.
2: <laughs> Mike's like, I've been trying, but uh, we'll see. No, that's amazing, Audrey. You are you are inspir- you're inspiring me, man. That's that's so so great. Um so you find time to do that on top of all your studying um and I'm assuming you don't make any money from girls who code. I'm assuming that's like 100% volunteer. Yeah. yeah it's of, course. of course, of um, course. Okay, so that we've set the stage a little bit with what you do and what you're involved in and what you've achieved at such a young age. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your training. Mike has been your coach here for the most part. For like, yeah. so is he? Is Mike who has set the training plan?
0: Mike's like the full coach. Like he does, he does the whole thing. Mike's was, full in. I should have looked back. I think it was when did this start? In June.
1: Mid, mid to end of June,
0: mid to end of June. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Well, he told me at one of our, one time he made me dinner and I was over at his place and he was like, so you can do like the, cause he has, he, I had asked earlier before we were dating about like recommended training plans. And he was like, well, you could do this one or I could just coach you. And I was like, well, clearly I want that option. That's the better option. You're like,
2: I've been, you're like, That's what I've been trying to tell you, Mike, come on.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so no, Mike does, uh, I mean, he's kind of the best coach because he designs all the runs and then gives lots of positive feedback during the runs and also like, you know, makes the breakfast and takes me to lab after the run.
2: He's the full service, full package.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he's designed like PTE to get me back on my feet when I have had little mishaps here and there. Yes. Yeah. Like most of lots of positive <laughs> encouragement.
2: Good for you. It. You got a good coach. Maybe I'll have Mike coach yeah. me at some point. We'll see. But you gotta cook me breakfast too, Mike. I'm not doing half in, okay? I'm going full in. He makes me full of oatmeal. it's true. So you guys, so when did you decide that you were gonna do this, Audrey? What it sounds like in June? And did was it always the was it always the Ann Arbor half? Or did you not decide that you were gonna do this? Did Mike decide that you were gonna do this?
1: <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. Okay, so uh, what
0: happened. <laughs> (laughs) So Mike was signed up for the 10 K and this is, was this before we were dating? This is before we were dating. So Mike signed up for the 10 K and I think I, I had like, so I started running a little bit more consistently with my friend, Kelly and Katie this year. Um, and so I was kind of thinking like, maybe I should sort of start building up for a race, but I didn't really have any plans solidified at all. And Mike was signed up for the 10K, but had forgotten. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, very quickly. Like I had signed up for the 10K, but I told her I would give her my registration for the half. Yeah, he told me he had a half registration. But I realized before talking to her about it that I had actually signed up for the 10K. So what I did was I went into the, you know, to their kind of race portal. I switched my registration to the half and then I transferred it to her.
2: A little Without low key, a little sneaky guy. Yeah. Good. Good. That's, yeah. I mean, that's what I would have done too, Mike. So good job. So you, you, you did a little behind the curtain stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I told her, I told her, you know, I think, you know, you just got an email that said you had the half yeah. illustration, but yeah. I mean, more deeply, I mean, we can get into this later if you want, but I, like she just has the type of personality and the character to like, where I always felt like she'd be just an amazing long distance runner. Like she just operates from a place of love and compassion. I was like, this is, this is a long distance runner right here. So, yeah. so like, why not, you know, why not create the conditions to for her to experience
2: Yeah. Start it off. Right. You got to start off with the half. I think it's a good one. Yeah. You're ready for yeah. it. Um, okay. So you guys kind of, this switch happens sometime in June. And so then it gives you what, uh, what is that? Like a four month runway for training?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think that was about what we were calculating. Okay. Well,
0: the other piece of that is that we weren't dating when Mike gave me the half registration. So initially it was just me running it. But then we started dating and we were like, okay, wait, but you're going to run it with me clearly. So then Mike had to buy it again for himself. So. Yeah,
2: there you go. Good. And I'm, I, Mike, you bought both of them, right? You better have. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Gentlemen. Okay. So walk us through, I'll have Audrey do it because I know Mike could do a good job, but we'll see how well Audrey has been learning. Walk us through the training program that you've been working on. Like what, you know, not necessarily every piece of it, but just kind of a broad overview of like what your weeks look like and how you approach each week.
0: Um, so I, I think the first thing that Mike did when I started run, I used to run before he kind of started doing the training, like Monday Wednesday and then either Saturday or Sunday so I think the first thing you did was you started having me run both days on the weekends so normally I did like a like a shorter run on Monday and then I I guess we we kind of totally switched it up so then I started doing like I usually would do like a shorter run on Tuesday I started doing some sort of like workout on Thursday it's usually like some speed work on flats and then Saturday I'd do a long run Sunday we'd do like a shorter recovery run and that pretty much stayed. I I sort of like uh I don't know, I injured myself a little bit, was that like a month ago ish?
1: About a month ago. Yeah, yeah, about
0: a month ago. And so then we I I haven't done any like real speed work since then except for some hills. Um, but I also haven't gotten hurt again.
2: Is the injury was the injury a little overuse or what what was it specifically? Yeah.
0: I think I, I just took one of my speed workouts a little, a little too aggressively. And I, I don't know, some, something with my hip was like a little out
1: of whack, but uh, we, we did some Mike PT and then I got better. I think I kind of messed up a little bit because, you know, there, there was, you know, she had a speed workout that um, was a little, was a little too spicy. Um, and, and then the next week, and, and she kind of expressed a little bit of discomfort after that. I, I think, You know, there was some kind of manifestation of this injury. And then for the next speed work, you know, her and I did that together. And she kind of told me before the actual workout that she wasn't feeling good. And I should have just kind of said, let's just, you know, let's just cool it and take it easy today. But I I kind of, you know, I was supportive of doing the workout. And I think it was after that, that the, the injury kind of showed itself, you know, but as you know, like every long distance runner, you always have that injury that pops up, you know, when you're trying to peak. I mean, it was like, it was like that peak time. Yep.
2: It's always so hard to figure out if to like push through or just like listen to it, you know, it works it both, both ways that onion peel, you know, sometimes you can push through it and it feels fine. And other times it really gives you a lot of like reaction back. So it's tough, man. That's the whole, I feel like that's, as I've gotten more familiar with running and like more comfortable in understanding like the progression of the sport, that's one of the biggest pieces for me that it's just like, it's, it's so hard to figure that out. It's one of like the true balancing acts of being good at running is knowing when to pull back and knowing when you can kind of push through. So I still haven't figured it out.
1: Well, what I'll say, I, like, I think there's so many things I'm proud of her for like during this whole process. But I think the biggest thing was when, I mean, you you know, when you experience an injury a month before a race, it's easy just to cash in, right? Like just to say it's not going to happen, but she never cashed it in. She always believed that she could do it. And that was, you know, she went hard with, with the PT and a week later she was rocking again and she's ready to go. That shows like, the resilience that she has. So. Yeah. That's how you roll.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't really know anything about running or running injuries. So I don't, I mean, I, I had no idea that I should maybe expect not to run the half at that point. So I asked Mike, of course I was like, so is this going to like be bad for the half? And he was like, no, no of course not. Like nah, you'll be fine. And nah. I was like, all right, I'm going to yeah. be
2: fine. Ignorance I'm is fine. bliss. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. That's right. There we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk, let's talk highs and lows of training. You know, what's been, what has been fun and like, what's been great and then after you get done with that let's talk about what has sucked
0: so i think i mean definitely the best part has been getting to run with getting to run with mike and also running with my running buddy kelly but um yeah i mean i think i like i like you know i like being outside and i like hiking and backpacking and stuff but i never really like run on trails before i started running with him especially and so it was really fun to just get outside and like do something that we both love so much you know, so many days of the week. I mean, we probably spend like four hours outside running on any given week, uh, you know, doing trails and stuff, which is just a blast. Um, So I think that was definitely kind of the favorite part of it. And we went for, I mean, like our first 10 mile run was like, like it was a blast. Like we meant to go like eight miles and then I kind of took a wrong turn and uh, then it ended up 10 and it was like so much fun.
1: <laughs> Wrong turn. Well, I, I did take a wrong
0: turn. I started going the wrong direction yeah. and then Mike was like, that's not like you're going to go 10 miles if you go that direction. And I was like, well, I, like, like, what? I can't miles. hear you.
2: <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the shot went down. I think for like lows, uh, I mean, like having, I don't know, having the injury was not great because I was like, you know, a little bit lumping around for a couple days but um i don't know i mean you you get through it i think you talked about like how music and science or music and um well i guess science too but also like running interplay and i think i mean music like i i had like physical injuries when i was a cellist too for sure um and so you just kind of learn like oh you know like it'll 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 come around eventually like you just kind of do the pt or like give it some rest or whatever and it'll it'll come
2: back nice and how long like so it seems like the lows have been Outside of that injury pretty minimal, which is awesome to hear. Um, how long how, I mean, how many days, weeks did you have concern with that injury?
0: I mean, I think I think I like I we, we went for like a, a Thursday run and I was like, Ooh, this like doesn't feel good. And then I think I was back running by the next weekend or next Thursday or something. I think it was the next
1: Saturday. I think it was a week and a couple days yeah. and then nice. we were back.
2: That's good. Yeah. That's so. good. That's always promising. That that like leaves you like, okay, I've got to pivot my plan, but it also doesn't hang around long enough to really take the wind out of your sails and really have you start thinking like big picture. So that's good. I'm glad to hear the first training camp is going well. Cause it sounds like Mike's going to suck you into more of them.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I, you know, yeah. we'll see. I, I, you know, I'm sure you'll ask the question of what's next, but I, I'm, I'm also interested.
2: He's got some to- thoughts there. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, let's talk favorite run of training camp. It sounds like maybe, it sounds like maybe I, you guys already know that off the top of your head, but what do you got?
0: definitely I, I don't know we we went for this one um so it was up we went by like barton hills which is just kind of this nice like sort of rolling hills area in ann arbor and then we came down by argo which is kind of like a like kind of you know through like a, a trail kind of next to a river and um yeah we had planned to go like eight miles that day but then we went a different way around argo and ended up being 10 and it was, it was a black half for my birthday actually we took like a like a selfie halfway through and, and mike framed it for my birthday oh. to me
2: You guys are so cute. It's ridiculous. I love it. (laughs) So that was, that was that your first 10 miler too, or was that the second 10 miler?
0: No, that was the first Okay.
2: Sick. how you, did you kind of feel like a champ after that too? Did you feel, you feel like a boss?
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like a million bucks. I mean, to be fair, also, whenever we get back from a long run, Mike also is very, just very cute about it. So yeah. Mike's
2: cute. Mike's cute to me too. So he's cute. He's just cute (laughs) to everyone. He's great. Yeah, probably, he's probably extra cute to you, though. You probably get a little extra dose of cute, which, as you should, as you should.
1: <laughs> probably.
2: <laughs> um, let's dive a little bit back. Let's pull the reel back a little bit. Let's talk about your activity background, Audrey. I know that you are a big backpacker and like kind of trailblazer on your feet and walking and, and doing a lot of camping and overnight stuff. But what kind of like activity, sports wise or adventure stuff did you do growing up as a kid?
0: yeah so I did a lot of like camping with my parents. and my my dad especially is like a big backpacker. so I, we did a lot of like kind of family camping trips uh, did some camping with my cousins growing up. Um, I started to get into, I did, I did a little running too in high school, um, just casually. I think I ran cross country in like the sixth grade or something nice. um, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I, I ran a little bit through high school and college, maybe like one run a week if that's So really like nothing serious. I didn't run any races or anything. Um, and then I just kind of, I like got a backpack in college and started backpacking more, especially with my dad who really started to get into it more. Um, in undergrad and then during COVID actually, my dad and I went for a bunch of backpacking trips and sort of started getting my little sister into it too, which was super fun. Um, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's, I like being outside a lot and I like, you know, kind of going for like these long hikes and things. Um, You like the,
2: you like like the adventure aspect of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It
2: sounds like, it sounds like you should do some ultras then some trail ultras.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, okay. I'll just interject very quickly to say yeah. she's a very talented trail runner. In particular, her, down running, her her downhill running and trails is very impressive. Like Thanks. I'm like having to push to keep up with her on downhills. So <laughs>
2: Yes, Audrey. Yeah. I think that's where you're headed. I think you're headed for the the trail ultra world. I think it's calling your name. We'll see. We'll see what happens. No pressure. A little bit of pressure, but no big okay, pressure. Ask my coach. Um yeah, ask your coach. We'll run by my coach and we'll get back to you. Um okay, so let's talk now a little bit of the pivot from your background and being really comfortable on the trails and sharing that space with your family and your, and especially your dad, what has kind of given you this inspiration to like pivot a little bit more to running? Sounds like it might be the guy sitting next to you, but is there any other factors that, that play into that? Or let's like talk about the, okay, I want to try this out a little bit more seriously, you know, that, that kind of evolution.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think so. I kind of started running this year um, before Mike and I were, were really dating with my friends, uh, Katie and Kelly. And Kelly, especially, we, I, I taught this class this semester, this uh, neurophysiology class. And so I would just get done with that class and then I would like drive over to her place and we would go for a run up by Argo. Um, and I, I just like loved it so much and i i had run in the past and i think i just had never really run like with people before so this was like the first time that i realized how much i liked being i mean i know i like being outdoors with other people it was so like fun to run Um, with Kelly and just like talk with her and we really I mean built like a really strong friendship over all these like miles that we shared together Um, and then Mike and I I mean really like before we were even officially dating we were running together and I think I just like loved doing that so much with him Um, and so yeah I think definitely you know Mike and Kelly have really been kind of the people that that got me excited about you know continuing to run and like train for something more
2: they sucked you in Mike sucked you in Real good. For sure. Yeah, Kelly's Kelly's a big runner. She's a big cycler too, right? She does like a little bit of both or is she Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: That? Big big cycler. I mean, big runner. She's also like a, a climber. Mm-hmm. Kelly's Kelly's super badass. Yeah,
2: good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that's pretty natural. I mean, I, I say it all the time on the show and it's another thing that to me now it sounds a little obvious and a little stupid, but like it took me years to figure out that running could be enjoyable you know, I used it, I treated it so much like a chore to get fit for other things I was focusing on and trying to do in my life. And then I don't know, one day just something changed and I was able to just like realize that go slow and talk and share time with people and, you know, share time with yourself. And some people never figure that out. So I'm glad that you have, because it's great. Once that, once that like flip switches, it's a whole new ball game. So welcome. Welcome to the, welcome to the, (laughs) welcome to the crazy runner world. Yeah. It's going to be hard to, to get out. Once you're in, it's hard to get out. Um, Okay. Let's talk Strava. I'm, I'm going to direct both of the, all these questions, my Strava wormhole. We're going to have Audrey answer first, and then we're going to have Mike answer. So Mike, pay attention because these are, uh, these questions are for you as well. And Mike, feel free to add sprinkle questions in here. Um, okay. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but let's talk first about what we like about Strava. Audrey, what do you like about the platform?
0: Um, I like being able to like share runs with other people and I, it just makes you kind of feel like you're part of some sort of running community. So I think it's fun to like share that with other people and then, you know, see what other people are doing too. Um, like I'm not, I've never really like kept up with any races before this, but I have friends that I've connected with, you know, from high school, even that now are out, you know, running like Boston and things like that. So it's fun to be able to like see that and sort of give them kudos on things.
2: Yeah. Be connected to them and, and be inspired a little bit. Mike, what about you? same question
1: yeah it's the connection i mean i think um there are friendships that i have exclusively over strava pretty much and and the interesting thing is if you look back at you and i i mean we i think it was about a year ago that we started kind of you know interacting over strava and then it was that the one long run where you and i kind of ran into each other literally yes. on the trail and, yes. and we knew immediately was <laughs> each other so I, it's that connection it's being able to you know uh, it's being able to support and cheer other people on. I mean, I get more joy out of that than, than my own successes for sure. So yeah, it's that, it's that kind of shared aspect of, of running.
2: Yeah, so. yeah. well, you guys are both good people. So you guys really push out that positive energy and vibe. So your answers are, are not shocking to me. Now let's go to the other side of the apple here. What what to look out for on Strava. Audrey, is there anything that you dislike about it? I know you're kind of somewhat new to it.
0: Um, I think. I mean, I kind of noticed, I think we've, Mike and I have talked about this. It's hard when you're not running, like when you're injured to see everybody else out there running, that is a little, but I mean, obviously I was injured for like, you know, a week. So it was really not that much, but um, yeah, I, I think it's just kind of a bummer <laughs> when everybody else is out there able to run and you're sitting at home.
2: Yeah. A little FOMO.
0: So I guess the, the comparison
1: piece is hard sometimes.
2: Yeah, for sure. Mike, what about you? What to look out for on this platform?
1: It's similar. I mean, I think there's the comparison piece. I've I've been on it for so long where I I now compare with my prior which is not, um, not very fruitful, but also, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard because, um, you know, I've had periods of time when, when I've been running exceptionally well and, you know, you look back at those runs and you see all the kudos and the comments that you get, right. And, and having gone through a period of not running very well at all. And, and it, you know, it's, it's hard not to conclude that people have lost interest. Of yes. course it's not that like right. people don't like people don't care about your Strava. Like ultimately, I think that's a right. Really, you know, like people, like people care about you as a person, but they don't care about your Strava. They don't care about your running, like as it pertains to like times or, or miles or anything like that. But you know, it's hard when you look back at like um, all the the praise and affirmation you've got in in a previous life and and what you get when you're when you're really struggling. But um, that that's the tough part. And I I have taken some time off of Strava in the past because of that. But you know, you have to learn how to you have to learn how to just manage it with objectivity and compassion.
2: Right. No, I think it's a great point that you point out of like, people don't care about your Strava activities. They care about you and your Strava activity is just a vehicle for them to kind of give you support and express positive feedback. So yeah, I agree. I agree with both you guys. I think uh, just keeping the right perspective on it uh, overall, I'm I'm pro Strava and I think I will be for, you know, the foreseeable future, but you do have to kind of go through, you know, in times of injury, like Audrey brought up, it can be tough to... I try to get on there and, and give people support because I don't want to not support people when I'm not well, you know what I'm saying, but at the same time, sometimes I just need it for my own mental health of just like I can't look at this stuff because I'm so jealous. So that's so that's jealous.
1: Point. like yeah, you have to you have to do what's best for your own mental health and, right. and I don't like if people take time away to to be you know to be okay with themselves, like absolutely support that.
2: Yeah, so. two thumbs up. cool. Yeah. Um, okay, Audrey, now're now we're digging in now we're digging into the good stuff here. We're getting into the vulnerability stuff and the, and the big question. So pretty broad question, but it can be detailed and there can be multiple answers to this. What's your goal with this race?
0: Yeah, I, I think, I mean, so I'll give you a two-part answer. Cause I, I think when you talk about like goals for a race, most people talk about like times, right. And I don't have like a certain time that I want to like hit necessarily, but I, Mike and I have talked about like, I'd like to run it sort of consistently, whatever that ends up being tomorrow. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't want to be like walking the last mile. Like yeah. I'd like to kind of, you know, finish strong, I guess it's kind of what I'm going for there. But I guess, I mean, the other part is like, I just want to have fun with it. Like I think Mike and I have shared a lot of miles where we've just had a blast and that's definitely my goal for tomorrow as well Is just to share a lot of miles with somebody that I love a lot, you know?
2: Good. Oh my God. You guys are so cute. It's, I love you guys. It's so great. I think that's the perfect goal, Audrey. Honestly, I think that is like absolutely 1000% the mindset that you should be going out with. So not surprised. You're just the textbook uh, vibes gal. So it doesn't surprise me. Okay, you said, so that's kind of your general goal. Do you have another, is there some subset goals of that? Or is that kind of overall just like, I don't want to go out too crazy and I want to finish strong. That's pretty much it.
0: I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I think also this is my first, like, race where we've ever – I mean, we've kind of talked, like, strategy a little bit, so, like, we know we're probably going to start out the first mile somewhere around, like, 9.30, and okay. we've, we've done a little, like, gel experimenting, so we're in a – take one of those. So I think also, I mean, the goal is just kind of like, this is my first long race ever. So just kind of to figure out like what that feels like. Yeah. Mike's very pro, like doing everything with like, you know, curiosity, which I think is a mindset that I like a lot and have really started to appreciate as I've started running. So approaching it with curiosity.
2: There we go. There we go. And you've done a little nutrition experimentation with some gels and goos and stuff. So what, you know, what's going in the gullet?
0: Well, we have, um, we have, a Oh shoot. What's the brand spring spring. We have, uh, a, like a spring. It's basically like applesauce. Um, uh, but yeah, we have like a spring gel or we have two actually that we might take, um, or i might mean, take while we're running and then we'll probably do some like uh, toast and peanut butter in the morning and some, some tea or coffee for Mike.
2: Nice. Yeah. Good. Um, before we step to the next, question just like a follow-up question so the goal is 9 30s to start to make sure that you are running your own race and staying in check and then is you know what's the plan from there just all based on feel if you're feeling good halfway through turning it up a little bit or trying to or mike you want her sitting there right at 9 30s until the end or what's like what's the plan if she's feeling good
0: i think the plan is to, to start going a little faster if i'm if i'm feeling good i think 9 like based on the <laughs> based on i mean how fast some of our long runs have been and how fast like some of our shorter runs have been, I think that seems like a good place to start and, you know, not be, not be too tired after
1: the first, you know, mile or whatever. And then we can kind of ramp up from there. Yeah. I'll keep a little, a little bit in my pocket, but I I think that, you know, I, I I think there's, um, there's an element of racing that you can only experience by actually racing, you know, like, um, you know, in our conversations, uh, I think she kind of, she looks at previous runs and kind of gauges, you know, her potential time on that, but, The reality is when it gets to race day, there's just you, I think that for a person who really loves running, which she does. She loves running. I think there's just an element that you just tap into on race day that you just, you can't calibrate or calculate any other way. So my role tomorrow is just to be the most supportive, unconditionally supportive person I can be. Like it's not, it's not to tell her to run any particular time. It's just to, it's to tell her to to do it with love and to do it, you know, smiling and to do it with happiness and joy. And, and I think that, um, I'll, I'll be very curious to see how that translates with regard to performance, I think she's going to completely blow away her expectations. But but yeah, my role there is not to not to you know dictate any time. It's just to be supportive yeah. and and to provide that encouragement.
2: You got a solid team. Sounds like you got a good you got a good approach. Super team. Yeah, super team. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, Mike's the best. Yeah, Mike is the best. He's ridiculous. He's freaking ridiculous. Um, okay, based on the way you answered this first question, I'm willing to bet I know the answer to this question. But I'm going to ask it anyways. Has your goal changed since you began training? Or has this kind of been the goal the whole time?
0: Um, I think, like, I think my confidence as a person who runs has definitely increased so much as I've been running with Mike, especially. I mean, every, like every long run that we finish, he's just like so encouraging and just I mean, there's so many times he's been like, you have like no idea how much running potential you have. And I think hearing that so many times after you run, just like really, I mean, it, it means a lot. And it's increased so much of my confidence in my running. I think if you asked me, like when I signed up for this, I, I probably very honestly would have said, like, I just want to like not walk during the race. Uh, and I'm i am pretty sure that that shouldn't be an issue tomorrow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'll definitely be running the whole thing. Um, yeah, so, and I think I definitely... Like before we started kind of training for this together, I think I just kind of assumed like when you train for a race, you train with like a, like a, a goal kind of pace in mind. Um, but that's definitely not Mike's coaching philosophy at all. And that's something that I've embraced, I think has like helped me love running more because I like, it's so much more fun to run if you're not worried about like how fast you're going.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Time stress is like, it just sucks. That's what got me into the, the ultra space out of marathoning. I had a marathon that I ran where I was injured and I just ran it for fun. And I was like, this is amazing. This is the way I need to be doing it. Then I started altering. So you guys are just, I think you're, you are I've said it already, but your approach is spot on. I think it's, you're setting yourself up for some potential success tomorrow. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Okay. Next question. Big vulnerability question here. What are you most worried about with this race, Audrey? Biggest fear?
0: I think lo- logistically, probably just... Like I'm, I don't want to, cause we're going to Colorado like on, on Monday. So I don't want to be too injured to be hiking around in Colorado Yeah. after that. You
2: don't want to bust your ass so that you can't like yeah, have a yeah, good I vacation. Wanna, like, yeah.
0: I don't want to pull anything and then, and then just be like a hold up in the Airbnb when we're in Denver. Real It'd
1: still be the perfect vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'd still have fun. I like, we had fun, you know, awaiting COVID test results in a CBS parking lot eating Jimmy Jones. Yeah. I think we can pretty much make anything fun at this point. <laughs>
2: So that's, so, so the worry, your biggest worry doesn't even really pertain to the race. You're pretty dialed in. Your biggest worry is, you know, what, what the race will do to your body.
0: Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I think like the thing that I love about doing things with Mike is just like whatever happens, like we'll have a good time and we'll be able to laugh about it later. So, uh, you know, good. I think if I rolled my ankle like mile three and we limped off the course, we'd probably still have a good day. I mean, it'd be, it'd be a bummer for sure, but. Like mike wouldn't be upset about it for sure no. of course
1: not we'd, we'd yeah. go we'd go get the same brunch we'd probably yeah. you know supplement with a little more booze but that's, yeah, okay. that's right. yeah. <laughs> no i mean audrey inspires me in so many ways but i think the the biggest as it pertains to running as to running is the wonder that she approaches like this journey with i mean you know i'm so judgmental about myself when it comes to running and she's you know of course like she's human being but I think more than anything else, she's just approached everything, a part of this training and the race, just with a sense of wonder and curiosity. There's no, you know, as you can tell, she's very low stress about this. Yes. And I think at the end of the day, that's that's the recipe for success and fulfillment is just going into it, you know, knowing that no matter the results, um, you know, she's going to walk away feeling proud of herself. And I and I I think she has every reason to feel proud of herself because she's been you know, she's been so amazing, throughout this whole process. So
2: yeah, she's fun. you're dialed in, Audrey, and I feel like you would be without Mike, you would be dialed in and have a good mentality here. And now you've also got like one of the most supportive people I've ever met. there backing you. So it's, you got this kind of like beautifully perfect storm of like confidence and composure. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm so excited. What's so, okay. Pivoting a little bit here before we get into some of the fun stuff here at the end. Uh, what's next, Audrey? What's next? Have we, have we spent time thinking about the big picture with running? Have we, are we just kind of trying to check the box tomorrow and then we'll figure out how we feel and go from there or have, you know, has the mind started to wander at all?
0: Yeah. Well, something is definitely next. I think the question of what that is going to be is kind of um, up in the air, but I think we've talked about, I mean, I like running trails a lot. Like I run a lot of trails in Ann Arbor. Um, Tomorrow's race is a road race, but I think like probably some sort of trail half or something is definitely in the future. Um, We've also talked about the rock CF half, which is, not a trail race, right?
1: That's a, that's road a very race. very much a road race. That's a road yeah. race.
0: But um yeah, I think definitely I mean, I think like I'll definitely continue to train through the winter. And um I mean I yeah, I, I think probably another half at some point next year. Nice. Maybe a marathon at some point eventually.
2: Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. A half next year early on and then uh something maybe something longer later. We'll see. We'll see.
1: We'll see. Who knows?
2: We'll see. Mike, what about you? What's your what are your thoughts on her big picture?
1: Well, I mean, above all else, I just want her to feel unconditionally loved and supported. Like, you know, I have my history with running, but I'm, I'm of course going to, as her partner and as her coach, I'm going to completely back whatever decision she makes. I have a feeling that, you know, I, I think you can probably relate to this as well. Like when you finish a big race like this, there's that acute feeling of dread right? Like, you know, you, you kind of, you, you're like, oh, I'm never going to do anything like that ever again. But then, you know, a couple of days later you're reflecting on it and you can't wait to do the next thing. Mm-hmm. I, I anticipate, I, I I mean, she loves being in the woods, right? Like that's, I can tell like whenever we run, she's just so happy to be amongst the trees. And I think, um, I think she's probably going to gravitate towards the trails, but whether that's the rotor trails or whatever distance, whether it's, you know, half mile to, to 50 or hundred miles, I will, I will, I'm going to do everything I can to support her in that as I do in all for all of domains of life, professional or otherwise. There
2: we go. There we go. Audrey, now you, now Mike, you got to plug yours. Audrey, you got to pin this guy down, dude. This guy's, this guy's, this guy's killer. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, no pressure and I don't want to forecast anything, but I feel like you're destined for some kind of pretty fun and exciting career in trail racing scene. So we'll see what happens, but one thing at a time, let's focus on tomorrow. Okay. Next, next piece. This is a little different with you guys. I usually talk like weekend itinerary and travel schedule, but you guys got the hometown classico, right? You, you're not traveling. You're sleeping in your own bed tonight. Um, it's four 15. So we're, you know, we're, the clock is ticking here. What's for dinner tonight. You guys cooking?
0: we're cooking yeah we're gonna do we both have our stomachs are both a little like you know iffy sometimes when we're running uh so we're gonna do something kind of light tonight we're gonna do like some eggs and some toast and yeah probably try to keep it pretty light okay. um yeah we had we ate a lot of food yesterday and
2: so you guys are um, just gonna eat eggs and toast tonight there's got your... well,
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> <Are> <laughs> you i haven't really fleshed this out all the way yet
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing we were just at Whole Foods and we we uh, went yeah. there without any consideration for what we we're gonna eat yeah. for dinner. So. Okay, but no, I mean the um, we're gonna get some carbs in tonight. Like we need to top off the glycogen stores. But um, yeah, I think both both of us are kind of in the same boat. But she'll tell you what she's gonna do in the morning because I I think ultimately it's really the the morning of that, and in particular the couple hours before that's really that really matters. So right, uh, yeah.
2: So little, keeping it light tonight, just trying to not upset the stomach, not top it off too high, and not feel groggy or anything like that and then you touched on this a little bit earlier but what's for breakfast Audrey what do you what do you like what have you experimented with what feels good while you're running
0: um yeah so I, I'll probably do like toast and peanut butter that's kind of my go-to for for longer runs that I've done
2: what kind of um, toast
0: wheat toast Mike buys everything from Trader Joe's so I think we have some Trader Joe's bread in oh, there.
2: that's good Trader Joe's is my yeah, shit dude. Really <laughs> I've been getting uh I've been getting Trader Joe grocery drops I'm not opposed to Trader Joe's I like it I just don't like going there yeah. And uh, I've been getting hooked up with Trader Joe's goods in COVID, so and tra- Trader Joe's has got like the frozen snacks on deck. Some of I'm the Denka like, stuff. Totally
1: converted me, yeah. <laughs> what you need to get though? Okay. We are very pro and very so. Th- like this dressing is the best thing you'll ever have in your entire life. It really okay. Is. It's it's a, it's a spicy cashew based dressing. It's located oh. near the the salad area. The the greens. The what the salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you> gotta- <laughs> It's located near like all the. Green- <laughs> it's located near like all the green stuff. The, the dressing is great, but no, I mean our, our general philosophy in this apartment, just to be clear, is like we eat, we eat, you know, like we're very pro eating a lot. And, yeah, and we do
0: normally eat quite a bit of food.
1: Yeah, I I think both of us like very much appreciate getting in a lot of calories and so like you know this morning for example we ate oatmeal galore we had a you know pretty big lunch full of carbs and i think you know my general experience like the night before race is like just keep it keep it relatively light don't like don't go overboard but don't shirk like first for sure like get in the calories but then the morning of just make sure you top off the glycogen stores we've got a we've got a high High carb gel coming her way at about forty five minutes in, so Perfect. I think she'll be she'll be good to go.
2: Yeah, I subscribe to the light night before style too.
0: Mike's Mike's really like the chef galore over here. He's selling himself short, but nah. we I, I eat so much good food now that we're living together. Yeah. Really that's probably like that's a good chunk of my running gains. I think is how much good food we now eat. Yeah,
2: that's one of the best parts of running is eating afterwards. Yeah, it just makes no, it it's true. great. I'm a I'm aggressive. I'm a I'm pr- of a pro banana guy. And I'm always pushing the bananas. So is there going to be bananas in in any fruit in the morning, Audrey, or just the peanut butter and toast?
0: Usually I just do the, the PB toast situation, but the, the gel that we have is basically like apple apples. Sauce.
2: Nice. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: The both, the both of us like fiber doesn't really, doesn't really do very well with us.
2: <laughs> Blows you out. <laughs> so
1: we're keeping we're keeping it simple. We're keeping it, you know, kind of simple, you know, refined carbohydrates. It's the one exception, right? Yeah.
2: That's all right though. What, um, what do we do a morning routine, Audrey on the, uh, on the poop train? We do a little coffee. Or does it pretty much naturally come out? I know I don't know if you and Mike are in like the poop conversations yet, but I'm—we're doing this, so. I don't.
0: I, don't, I don't think there's a kind of like no holds barred with us. Uh, okay. I, I don't drink coffee because it makes me like super anxious. Mike drinks okay. coffee. I'm a I'm a tea person in the morning, but I, I don't really do caffeine. What kind of tea? Uh, we've got the stuff from Trader Joe's, of course. <laughs> of course. It's like ginger—is it ginger turmeric? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's super.
2: Is it caffeinated or not? No. Yeah. Okay. You, you just do something light, just like a, a warm drink, just to almost partake in the, the ritual of it. So you'll do some tea, some toast, yep. some peanut butter, um, and then you got a gel coming in. Mike, what do you do? What will you do tomorrow morning? Same deal?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, I, I'm always a very religious coffee drinker. You know this. i has yes. been late to our runs because I haven't gotten my full dose of coffee. So
2: You're allowed. That's like, that's totally permissible, dude. Poops and coffee. You can be as late. I've been late to you. Remember I've been late to you. I've been taking like poop number two. I'm like, sorry, bro. should have been there like 20 minutes ago.
1: Well, yeah, we, we, we've had those, we've had those setbacks over time.
2: Yeah.
1: But, um, no, I mean, yeah, I think coffee, you know, coffee's my kind of go-to, um, you know, it, it's, uh, the, the effort for me is going to be pretty light tomorrow. So I'm, I'm not too worried about, um, I'm probably going to take maybe a gel tomorrow during the race, um, you know beforehand definitely get in some calories i think we're looking forward to a post-race feast of avalon oh you oh yeah i know that reaction you
2: guys, guys. are going to avalon that's the best decision you could make i'm so pro avalon
1: gonna, yeah. it's gonna be so cold it's going good yeah oh. so we're gonna get some takeout we're gonna bring it back here and we're gonna feast yeah okay
2: good so, that's proper absolutely. that's a that's yeah. the that was my next question is what's the what's the and so perfect liaison perfect guest hosting mike what's the what's the plan for post-race tomorrow get a little Avalon pickup down because the race finishes downtown. Does it not?
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a little bit South. It's, it's a little, um, it's maybe like two blocks North of the stadium.
2: Oh, okay. So, okay, cool. So it's
1: a little bit South of downtown, but for all intents and purposes, basically
2: in that area. Okay. So a little bit of Avalon hang out, have a good feast, but then you guys kind of have to like get ready to go on your trip. So you're going to you yeah. got responsibilities still. Or are you pretty much all packed?
0: We've done zero packing. So we got to pack like tonight probably. <laughs> and then, well, actually you're kind of packed. That's a lot. Your suitcase is like got stuff in it. Mine is like under the bed empty. So <laughs> I got to pack. And uh, yeah, then tomorrow we'll just kind of, we'll eat our food and I don't know, maybe like take a nap or something and then drive to St. Joe.
2: Nice. Um, okay. You guys are, you guys are not very material, materialistic people. So I don't know how excited about this section you'll be. This is the final section. Some of the people I have on the show love this section. I love it. But let's talk let's talk your kit, what you're wearing, and let's talk running shoes. I, I would assume I would almost guess Audrey you haven't even thought about what you're wearing. I know you probably know what shoes you're wearing, but have you? What are you what are you going to be wearing? It's a little bit going to be a little chilly tomorrow. You going well, long, long sleeve or what's the plan?
0: Yeah, so we—I was gonna just wear running shorts, but but then we thought maybe it would be a little cold for that. I don't actually own—well, until this morning, I did not own running tights. We went to the Ann Arbor Running Company this morning.
2: Ooh. So you got some
0: owners, some, running tights.
2: some fresh gear for the, for the big yeah, day tomorrow. Gear. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to wear those. They're going to be nice and warm. Cause it's going to be like 35 or something crazy. And then, um, Mike is going to loan me. I don't know what I'm wearing on top yet. We got to figure that out. still. but some, something of Mike's that's got sleeves. <laughs>
2: nice. What color are the tights? They're black. Nice. Okay. Yep. And, and then what, and then, uh, uh the, what kind of socks?
0: Uh, I have, uh, features. <laughs> yeah. What color? Uh, I mean, it's a good question. What, whatever ones are clean. I need to go check.
2: Ah, nice. What length do you,
0: day around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's Saturday. That's fine. It's Saturday. Yeah. What, uh, what length sock do you rock? Uh,
0: they're just like ankle, ankle length,
2: like low ankle or like they cover the ankle. The Two incher
0: low, low ankle. Michael Mike's got the, the, the taller ones, uh, yeah. I kind of rock
1: the quarters,
2: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I know you're a quarter like, man.
0: Mine are like you can barely see them above this shoe.
2: <laughs> nice, that's that's a little bit of style, that's a little bit of a fashion statement. I would, I would say, I don't know, you might disagree, but I think it is. What, uh, what shoe do you wear?
0: Uh, I've got some ASICS gel cumulus. What color? That I like what color? They're blue blue and blue and gray. They're kind, They're kind of kinda, mosaic. Yeah, they've they kind of got like a like a pattern on them kinda. I don't know. I, I picked them up the ARC. This was the, the color that they had.
2: You've been you've been running in the A6 for the whole training camp? Are these your go-to shoes? Are these ones newer?
0: Uh these are these are kind of the OG running shoes from this year. Um but I had a pair of Convar. well, I still do. I have a pair of Convaras that I wore for maybe a hundred miles. Uh, in the middle. And then I just bought some Hoka challengers for our Colorado adventures. And I've run those on trails a few times too.
2: Solid. Solid. Did you, did you get everything fitted at Ann Arbor running company? Are they, are they your uh, exclusive plug? You try to at least.
0: <laughs> well, I tried to, they, they don't carry, I got the Gore-Tex Hoka's cause I wanted some waterproof shoes. So uh, those I bought at REI, but everything else is from ARC. Nice.
2: I try to do Ann Arbor running co for as much as I can. And then, order yeah, order what they can't hook i know mike's the same mike's big ann arbor running guy we'll get yeah. the ann arbor running people on the cast at some point mike what are you uh what are you rocking bro what's your kit looking like
1: well we're gonna you know for my road shoes i'm pretty much just rocking the saucony canvara's right now okay. i'm i you know i was an ultra guy for a long time but i'm i'm maybe questioning the utility of zero drop on pavement at least so uh, i'm gonna be rocking the saucony Canvaras, got my tracksmith tights my features quarter quarter socks. And then I think it's going to be a process of elimination from whatever she doesn't take from my closet for the tops. So
2: yeah. There you I've go. Got like,
1: you know, I, the two big communities I'm part of are bigger than the trail that the nonprofit I run for, or some work I'll play, which is the, the team that I run as, as part of. So whatever she doesn't take from that, I'll, I'll be, I'll be rocking the, nice. the rest.
2: You're going to wear your hat. You're going to wear a hat that hat you have i love that what well, is it we have what,
0: gloves too we also bought gloves oh uh,
2: are the gloves are the gloves black yeah okay oh yeah cool what's that what hat do you have what does your hat say mike the one that i love it's like
1: go fast don't, fast don't yeah. die <laughs> i love yeah, that dude, shit well it's funny, it's funny because one of my the the my running buddy uh brian you know, he, he's a big go fast, don't die guy. He turned me on to go fast and die, but he actually commented on her run today on Strava and just, you know, a little, little line in there, go fast, don't die.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes perfect. That's perfect, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get Brian on the podcast at some point too. Okay, well, thank you both. I usually, like, take this moment to, like, give you some wisdom and, like, my guests some wisdom. You don't need any, dude. You're ready. <laughs> you, you guys are just, you just, you rock the pod, and I think that your outlook and your mentality is spot on, and I think... You set yourself up for success when you don't put an unrealistic goal out there, and you just, you know, your goal is to have fun and enjoy yourself. So, I think that's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, I think you probably will run a little bit faster than you think, um, but have fun. That's that's really all I have to say, and I know that you know that. So, Mike, what do you got? You got any closing? Uh, I know you'll you, you'll be giving her some more advice as as the night rolls on and into the morning. But any any closing words for her on the pod here, bud, of, of how to approach it tomorrow.
1: I think, I think ultimately I'm just so proud. Like, you know, I'm just so proud of like, not only the running, but how she's balanced the running with her, with her professional life. I mean, she's such a boss in in all things. And, and I think more than anything else, she does everything, including her running in the service of lifting up other people. And I, I know for certain that will be the case tomorrow. She's going to absolutely rock it. I'm so stoked. And I know we're, you know, uh, I know we're, we're both going to end the race with a big smile on our yes. face. So it's yes. going to be an amazing experience. It's going to be
2: great. Yeah. And on top of that, she has beautiful hair. Audrey, your curls are, <laughs> I'm jealous hair, of the yeah. curls.
1: Look at her eyes. They I know. Like <laughs> I,
2: I, the- I told Mike, I don't know if Mike told you that, but I, the first time we met, audrey and then mike and i were running i was like bro her eyes are crazy in a good way you know like, good crazy <laughs> Thank you. he's like i know <laughs> the well, it's eyes.
0: funny because mike has great eyes too and the first time we went on a date we, we were like wearing masks so <laughs> it, was first, it was the first thing i was like wow he's got great <laughs>
2: you guys eyes. are both you guys are both first good mask daters yeah right good hair good eyes and like yeah 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 okay cool well audrey good luck uh i'm, I'm happy that it was you two on the local ann arbor Uh, edition of this show so good luck we wish you all the best and um mike at some point brew you'll be on the cast here running again at some point
1: give me me the word i just gotta kind of get my get my stuff back together i'll just keep i'll gotta I'm, i'm keeping
2: the podcast rolling i'm gonna have you on the podcast at some point there we go there we go all right guys thanks so much good luck tomorrow audrey As always, episode 7 of the PRP was recorded in beautiful Ann Arbor, Michigan. For this episode plug, I want to take a second and talk about the extremely important work that Audrey is doing with Girls Who Code. This is big time stuff. Girls Who Code is on a mission to close the gender gap in tech by focusing on improving accessibility to computer science for underrepresented populations. They focus on low socioeconomic areas where schools don't have a strong science curriculum in an effort to increase equity and diversity in science. The University of Michigan Girls Who Code Club chapter seeks to provide a collaborative and supportive environment for high schoolers of all skill levels and backgrounds interested in learning how to code. Due to the research expertise of the graduate student facilitators in the club, the curriculum is focused on computational data analysis and the Python programming language. Check out Girls Who Code online at their website, girlswhocode.com, or follow them on Instagram using their handle at Girls Who Code.